0: Welcome to the podcast of Maranatha Ministries. I'm Rick Frank, Senior Pastor of Maranatha, and I pray you'll be blessed by today's message. You can access all of our church information by going to our website at www.mmchurch.com or on all social media by searching at Church. And now be blessed by listening to today's message. Praise God. All right, I'm going to... Read today from Judges chapter 17, and I am uh, reading just verse 6 here. Judges chapter 17, verse 6. In those days, Israel had no king, so the people did whatever seemed right in their own eyes. No king, so the people did what seemed right in their own eyes. Proverbs chapter 14 and verse number 12 says this, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Just because it seems right doesn't mean it is right. Amen? So from that, I just want to talk to you today about God's laws of human nature, the laws of human nature. The Bible says that the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. Everything, everything, every person, everything in this world is the Lord's. The world and all its people belong to Him. Some people don't know that, but you belong to the Lord. You are His. The earth, uh, for He laid the foundations of the earth on the seas and built it on the ocean depths. Who may climb to the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in His holy place? Only those whose hands and hearts are pure, who do not worship idols and never tell lies. Look at that verse 4. Those whose hands and hearts are pure, who do not worship idols and never tell lies. Aren't you glad our God is a merciful, forgiving God? (laughs) Because if you ever tell a lie and then can't make it, you can count me out. Come on, I'm just an honest preacher. Some of you are looking at me, you lie? Yeah, I've told a lie here or there. Some of us live a lie. Quiet in here. Everybody still got that Thanksgiving hangover spirit? And I don't mean from being drunk, I mean from overeating. Come on, let's make a little shout to the Lord. I said... Praise God. I want to tell you something that may shock you, but it is the truth, and that is that theologians have found something that the Bible left out of it, something that was left out of the Word of God, and it is the truth. I'm here to tell you that what theologians have discovered was left out of the Word of God is the truth. I'll tell you what that is at the end of my sermon. Everybody listening now? At least you're going to, hey, nudge me when he gets to the end. Wake me up at the end. I'm going to tell you what theologians have discovered was left out of the Bible. I'll tell you at the end of my sermon. But for now, I want to talk to you about the laws of nature. What a beautiful course we just sang before I started preaching here today. The laws of nature that put... Uh, that God put into motion when he created this earth. Everyone accepts them, the laws of nature. I'm not talking about the laws of human nature. I'm talking about the laws of nature. In other words, everyone in this building believes and lives and submits to the law of nature that says uh, if a plant is not rooted in dirt, it will die. There is nobody here that is in a right frame of mind that would dare go out to their garden and pull a flower, set it on the sidewalk, and think it's going to live. Nobody. Everybody is okay with the fact that a plant must have dirt and water and the proper nutrients to live so much so that if you try to grow an indoor plant, people spend great deals of time making sure it gets all of the necessary ingredients, the minerals, uh, the, the, whatever else you got to put, the water, they water them daily. Why? Because they truly believe that the laws of nature are yea and Amen. And if you do not follow the laws of nature, your plant will die whether you like it or not. That's the laws of nature. Everybody buys into it, and everybody seems to be okay with it because we accept and we obey these laws readily. But I'm here to tell you today that as much as God spoke into existence the laws of nature, He also spoke into existence. Whenever He breathed the breath of life into humanity, He put into existence the laws of human nature. And if you break His laws of human nature, you also will die. You'll die spiritually first, and then we all die eventually physically, and that is because the laws of human nature have been broken. The Bible we talked about in Judges chapter 17, where the Bible said the people had no king. They started doing what was right in their own eyes. And this is the trouble with our world today when people have decided that Jesus Christ is not king and they start doing whatever is right in their own eyes. This is what Israel was doing during this time. They started doing whatever was right in their own eyes, whatever they thought was right. And in fact, this verse is repeated twice in the book of Judges, once in chapter 17, verse six, which I read. It also says in Judges chapter 21, verse 25, in those days, Israel had no king. My friend, you need a king. And the king you need is Jesus. You need King Jesus ruling in your life. I'm just laying it out there. There is no king but Jesus. Every other king is a false king that cannot give you eternal life. Only the king of kings can do that. They started doing what was right in their own eyes. And they started doing whatever they thought, they could, however they thought it was was good, that's what they did. And what they thought was right in their own eyes, if you examine the book of Judges, which I'm going to go through just briefly and quickly here, you'll find what they began to do in their own eyes that they thought was good, they were in ignorance, they were disobeying the laws of human nature in ignorance. But guess what? If you don't know that a plant will die if you pluck it out of the dirt, it's still going to die. You understand that? Just because you don't know it doesn't mean that the law has no effect on it anymore. You may live in sin in ignorance, you will still be lost. You may reject God in ignorance, but you will still be lost without submitting to the laws of human nature that God spoke into existence. Micah, and I'm not talking about the book Micah, I'm talking about Micah who lived during the days of the Judges. Micah, if you can read through it in the book of Judges, you'll read about Micah. He was part of God's true people. He was part of the nation of Israel. But he was not satisfied with the laws of human nature that God put into existence. And he did not want to serve a God who was going to take total control over his life. I'm here to tell you that the the biggest problem in society and in the world today is people who do not want Jesus Christ to take complete control over their lives. And I'm here to tell you that the more you hold on to of yourself the more trouble you will have. The more you give to him the better your life becomes. Surrender it all to him. Instead Micah wanted to he wanted something that he could mold that he could make. He wanted to be his own god basically. He wanted a God that would obey man rather than man obey God. How many people in the world today are looking for a God that will obey them? That's the way our society is. This society wants a God that does not require us to live by any kind of restrictions. They want a God that, uh, that, 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 that allows them to live however they want without those decisions becoming self-destructing. And what we end up with is broken homes, broken hearts, broken hearts unwed mothers, teenage killings, drug addictions, crime. My friend, we're dying. Our world is dying, because they don't want to live in the dirt that God planted them in. You can call it what you want, but the result of society around us is people rejecting the laws, God's laws, and trading it for the laws of human nature. Refusing to live by the laws God placed for human and nature, I looked. At, I did a quick research uh, just yesterday, actually. I thought, you know, it'd be uh, not fun, but I thought, you know, it'd be interesting to throw this in my sermon and find out what's going, what the world thinks is wrong with the world. And so this is what I came up with, and this was this was one website. This is from a, a website called OpinionFront.com. They listed all of this. isn't even This isn't even the full list. This is just. Stuff I pulled out of what's wrong with, with the society of our world. This is what they listed. Number one, they have doubt. these are the problems HIV, AIDS. Alcohol abuse, child abuse, sexual molestation, child labor, corporate crime, consumerism, criminal justice and rights, defense and security issues, divorce, child support, domestic violence, eating disorders, war on our city streets over political issues, gambling, global warming or not global warming, depending on where you what you think. Uh, homelessness, human trafficking, identity theft, mental illness, organized crime, psychological health, racism, suicide, terrorism, new nu- Nuclear weapons and the threat of mass destruction. This is just a brief summary of the condition of our world, and it is like this because we, as a society and as a world, have rejected the laws of human nature that Almighty God put into existence whenever He breathed the breath of life into you and me. Praise God. This is not how God intended for humanity to live. Whenever he stepped forward and said, let there be light, let the earth bring forth, whenever he stepped forward and breathed the breath of life into Adam, this was not in his plan. But here we are. And we're here because we have readily as- accepted the laws of nature while we have rejected the laws of human nature. Praise God. And in the 21st century, God's laws for human nature still apply, they still apply. And when we reject those laws of human nature, we end up with broken homes, broken hearts, broken lives. And that's what the world is in the condition of right now. Broken hearts, broken lives, broken homes. Now Micah was doing what he thought was right in his own eyes. And what he did was he became his own priest. And he molded a God that he wanted. A God that would fit his description of what God should be. Not only did Micah make his own God to serve his own needs, but he also became his own priest to that God, and he converted others to his cause. In other words, he lived the way he wanted to, and he encouraged other people to live how they wanted to. And what breaks my heart in the story of Judges, if you read through the book, you will find that a Levite a religious leader who is supposed to be the priest of the Most High God and preach the truth. My friend, listen to me. If you ever get mad at me because I'm preaching truth, deal with it. Or anybody else that steps into this pulpit, I will not allow Maranatha Ministries to preach a message that the world will accept. We must preach a message that will save our souls. So he came a priest, a Levite, supposed to be the representative of the one true God, coming through Micah's area. You would think that the Levite would have sat Micah down and said, Oh, wait a second. You can't do this. These are the laws of God that he spoke into existence. These are moral laws. These are human laws of human nature. You've got to submit to these things. Oh, no. What Micah did was he converted the priest. I got a feeling we got preachers all over this world that have been converted by the world. Did I just really say that? Yes, I did, and I'm going to say it again. I fear we've got a bunch of priests that have been converted by the world when it is our job to convert the world to Jesus Christ. Praise God. We need to be careful. Thus, we begin to believe that the ways of this world are okay. They're not. They never have been. They never will be. The laws of human nature exist for a reason. A plant still needs water to survive, and man still needs the laws of God to flourish. So, Micah did what he thought was right when he tried to buy his own father, somebody that would do what he wanted done. Can you believe what Micah is doing in this story? He makes his own God, becomes his own priest makes his own converts, buys his own father. And what I see here is a man who doesn't want to serve God, but wants God to serve him. But Micah's not the only one, because when you read through the entire book of Judges, you find out that everybody's doing it. Hey, listen, just because everybody's doing it doesn't mean it's okay. Did your mother ever tell you that when you're growing up? Oh, Mom, everybody does it. Just because everybody does it doesn't mean it's right. Can you say amen? Does God do it? Does God smile upon it? Because if God won't smile upon it, neither will I. Check. Check. Is this on? If God won't smile upon it, neither should we. Praise God. And so I want to wrap this up by saying this. This world around us has made its own gods. They've become their own priests. They've made their own converts who believe that what they're doing is right, and it is not. So let me tell you what theologians have discovered is not in the Bible that many people think should be. You ready? They have searched the Bible from cover to cover and have discovered There is no room in there for your opinion. (laughs) Nowhere from cover to cover did God leave an avenue for your opinion to fit in there. Your opinion does not matter, God's does. What does the book say? Praise God. You need to do it God's way. You need to open your heart and let God speak to you. You need to listen to God. You need to listen to what he's telling you. You need to remind yourself of the laws of human nature that God spoke into existence when there's no king and Jesus is that king. You're going to begin to do what's right in your own eyes, and that's why we need to convert this world to Jesus Christ. Because until we do, they're all doing what's right in their own eyes, and you got this faction and that faction, and wars and rumors of wars, and broken homes, and broken hearts, and broken lives. But the Bible says open up ancient gates, open up ancient doors, and let the King of Glory in. Let him in your heart. Open up the gates of your heart. Who is the King of Glory? The Bible asks. It's the Lord. Capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, that means Jehovah, that means Almighty God. Who is the King of Glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, invincible and battle. Open up ancient gates, open up ancient doors, and let the King of Glory come in. Who is the King of Glory? The Lord Almighty is the King of Glory. Let Him in your life. Praise the living God. Let Him in your life. And as I close, I want to remind us that no matter what this world says and no matter how good it looks, you know, you can take your rose and pluck it off the, off the petal and stick it in a vase of water and it'll look good for a few days, but it won't last. Some of the things we try to do and some of the things we think we can get away with may look good for a little while, but they won't last. But the word of the Lord will endure forever. The word of the Lord will endure forever. you believe that, would you stand with me? Jesus We're seeing a world around us that has rejected the ways of God. Have rejected the word of God and have inserted their own opinions into your word. But there's no room for that. Help us to turn back, Lord. Help us to turn back to the truth, to the ways of God, to the laws of God. That we might see the peace of God that passes understanding. Oh, gates of my heart, open up and let the King of glory enter in. Thank you for listening to the Maranatha Ministries podcast. If this message touched you, please make sure to subscribe for more sermons from Pastor Frank and the ministry team here at Maranatha, as well as follow us on our social media platforms. We are located in Schenectady, New York, And if you are in the area, we invite you to join us during our weekly Sunday service starting at 1030 a.m. We look forward to you joining us again next week for another anointed message. Thank you and God bless.